Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another stabby snippet here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm Jim and my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today, we are doing the second installment of I Just Killed My Dad. It is Mm -hmm. episode two. It is called I Found My Son. Trigger warning for those of you. If you have suffered or know people who have suffered or are triggered by domestic violence, this might not be the episode for you. Mm -mm. If you are triggered by the thought of someone kidnapping your child, this also might not be the the episode for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But just wanted to start off with those trigger warnings before we dove into the episode. Yeah. Just a recap in case you forgot from last week. This docuseries on Netflix, I Just Killed My Dad, is about a a 17-year-old by the name of Anthony Tremblay who shot and killed his father Mm -hmm. one evening while, while basically they had gotten into a fight. And he Mm -hmm. had locked himself in his father's bedroom and he had gotten a gun and he shot him several times. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of that storyline of what's happening during that. We find out at the end of the other episode that a woman by the name of Shanna Laundrie went and investigated him because they didn't know anything about his mother and basically found his mother in Texas. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of where we pick up this episode. We are introduced to Teresa Thompson, who is Anthony's mother. Mm-hmm. She seems very, like, at the beginning, she seems kind of sweet and just kind of, like, forlorn that, like, her son had been missing all of these years. She talks about how when Anthony was really little, he and his sister Natasha had planted flowers mm-hmm. and, like, plants around, like, the property and how much she missed him. She talked about how she hoped that when he, like, turned 17, 18 years old, that he would get online and maybe look for her and maybe he'd, she'd be able to find him, mm-hmm. which is kind of what happened, except for yeah. it wasn't him, it was Shauna. Mm-hmm. So basically, Shauna tracks down Teresa through Natasha. If you remember in the last episode, they found her on Facebook, sent a message. They were like, oh, my God, that's, our, that's my brother, AJ. And they start talking. Mm-hmm. Then they call or Shauna calls them. And they're really, you know, Teresa's really excited. She's found her son. She's been missing him for 12 years. She's been worried. But then they have to drop the hammer and be like, well, 
bad news. He's been arrested for the murder of Bert. Yeah. So we kind of find out why Anthony never really talked about his mom or like had the inkling to look for his mom. Apparently, Bert had told Anthony that Teresa was a junkie and that she didn't want him. She didn't love him. And that basically made him go, why would I look for someone who doesn't love me? I mean, he was already in a situation where one parent didn't love him and being told that like, well, she didn't even want you. Like, that's probably a a big pill to swallow to be like, Mm -hmm. fuck, like if he hates me this much and treats me this way, imagine like she just like left. Right. So Shauna hooks the two of them up to talk. It's kind of cute. Basically, Shauna calls him or he calls her and they talk. And then I believe Shauna three ways Teresa in and they start talking. And Anthony is like, this is surreal. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like he even asks, like, is this real? Which is so cute because it's like, oh, my gosh. He's so excited. Mm hmm. She was like, you probably don't remember me, but like the last Halloween we spent together, you were Spider-Man and I was Spider-Mom. And they start showing pictures of Teresa and Mm -hmm. Anthony together when they were little, when he was little. And they just really do seem like a cute mom and son. She looked like she really loved him and really cared about him. For sure. Also, Natasha starts talking to the media in Baton Rouge, which is where they are. Mm -hmm. But Natasha and her family are in Texas, and they basically start telling the story that Anthony was kidnapped by Bert when he was five years old. So this happened in 2007. Shauna contacted the the homicide department to let them know, hey, like you need to look into Bert's side of this or this story because this could explain why Anthony did this. You know, if he's been abducted, he abused his whole life. Like maybe he just snapped, mm-hmm. and. Unfortunately, the homicide detectives look into this and they can't find him in any missing persons database. And there was no warrant out for Bert's arrest for Mm -hmm. kidnapping Anthony. Right. So there are these two conflicting stories that people are really unsure about. So it's going to be challenging. They start telling the backstory of Teresa. She lives with her mom and her sister. And I believe it's pronounced Ingleside. I think so. Texas. Interestingly enough, when Bert met Teresa, she was going through a divorce and she was waitressing. Mm -hmm. And Susan, who was Bert's widow, was going through a divorce. (laughs) Teresa also had children, like Susan. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he he picked targets. Oh, yeah. She had a 9-year-old and a 12-year-old, Natasha and Matthew. And she, you know, got herself, she was going through divorce, so she got herself a job at the local Crab Shack, and that's where she met him. She's like, I wasn't a very good waitress. In fact, how I even really started talking to Bert was she forgot his salad. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, I don't eat that shit anyway. And so then they <laughs> started talking, and it was just mm-hmm. kind of like cute. Patricia, Teresa's mom, did not like Bert. Mm-mm. She said he had a big fake, a big smile, and she didn't trust him. Yep. And... She was like, nope, nope. But she's like, he kept on and kept on. Shortly after the two of them were dating, he accepted a position in Houston and asked Teresa to move with him. This happened in 2000. And so she did. And she moved with Bert. She said that red flags started appearing right away. Like she was telling this story of like how Bert needed attention, her attention all the time, which was 
he was making Bloody Marys in the kitchen and she was cooking, which I don't know about you, but like I cook and like sometimes you got to watch the fuck you're what you're doing. Like you don't want to burn yourself or mm-hmm. get grease somewhere. Yeah. And he was so mad because he kept going like, look at me. And she's like, I can't. I'm cooking, you know. And he got so mad he broke a stool. She said he karate chopped it. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? When I said that, I was like, no, we're not karate chopping shit, Bert. Stop it. <laughs> but Bert does what a lot of abusers do, which is he isolates his victim, which was Teresa. Mm-hmm. And so, like, basically, depending on his his mood, Teresa couldn't be around other people. Because if he was in a big, bad mood, he would be big, bad Bert and hurt her. Mm-hmm. You know? So, after the the Bloody Mary incident... Bert started to abuse her, like beat her regularly. Yeah. It was not uncommon for Teresa to have to spend like a week in bed because she had been beat so bad. <sighs> and then at some point during this time, they have Anthony. She actually didn't think Bert could have kids because apparently they had just been like raw dogging it for two years and not had a baby. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were like, oops, baby. Like <laughs> she said that I was like. Oh man, Teresa, <laughs> you have two children. You should kind of figure this shit out. <laughs> it was just the way she said it. I didn't think you could have kids. And then, oops, I was pregnant. I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's steps you could have taken in, the in between. All right. <laughs> so, when Anthony is born, Bert isn't there. Bert isn't there because Bert is in jail for beating Teresa. I don't know why I said that with a laugh. I just, it like blows my mind that like, She's literally giving birth. The father of the child isn't there because he's sitting in jail for abusing her. Mm -hmm. In 2002, so like Anthony is about a year old or so, Bert gets really, really mad at her. And just instead of like driving off on his own, Mm -hmm. he takes Anthony with him. And Teresa is so despairing. Like she's so freaked out. She calls the cops and is like, you listen to the the recording. And she's like, he took the baby, he took the baby, he's angry, he took the baby. The police catch up to Bert, they pull him over, and most of the time in this situation, like, they would take the baby from him and have the mother come get, but he he charmed them and manipulated them, basically told them, like, she's crazy, I'm just out driving around, probably trying to be like, I'm out driving around trying to make him, like, quiet down or some Mm -hmm. shit or blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and they let him go. So that was the moment, like, Teresa realized, there's no help for me with the law enforcement. He's just going to weasel his way out. Yeah. And so she stopped calling, which is what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. When a, a lot of people, and I don't want to say that it is necessarily law enforcement's fault. I think sometimes their hands are tied. hmm You know? But at this point, the abuse was so, was the normal. Mm-hmm. And Teresa learned to dissociate and basically block out memories to, like, repress them. It started when she was young and her stepdad was molesting her. Good on her mom for being like, well, when I found out he did a thing for young girls, I left him. Mm-hmm. I was like, good. But she also stayed with her, with Teresa's dad, who abused her. So it taught mm-hmm. Teresa this, the normalcy of the violence. Mm-hmm. Later in the show, they this woman talks about the statistics of like, and this is so true, the time when a, a victim is getting ready to leave their abuser, the violence or the threat of violence is escalated. 
like the increase of threat is greater because there's desperation. And that's why a lot of people don't leave. Mm -hmm. So Teresa hasn't been taught to like stand up and leave this man. And she thinks this is normal. Right. In the in the show, we jumped back to present or like the present time. Like I think it's 2019 when they're recording it. And if we remember Jarrett Ambo, who is his attorney, who I just mm-hmm. adore. I don't know why. I just think he's so cute <laughs> and adorable. Like when he's like in the last episode, and he's like, "I've been like in a hundred bar fights." I was like, "You should be a defense attorney, sir." <laughs> He kind of discusses Anthony's innocence because it's it's kind of like a hard thing to talk about because Anthony mm. admits that he shot Bert. Right. But is it self-defense? Right. That's the lingering That's the question, question throughout this. Yes. At some point, the judge in the area sends this out to a grand jury to mm-hmm. escalate charges. And Anthony is then given a second degree murder, which is basically saying that you you murdered someone and you had the intent to murder them. Not necessarily mm-hmm. premeditated, but like. In the moment you intended to murder. Yeah. Yeah. The grand jury was like, yeah, this sounds right. And so mm-hmm. this moved him out of the juvenile court system into the adult system, which right. means young 17 year old Anthony is being put into adult jail. Yeah. Which is scary because mm-hmm. adult jail can be scary. Yeah. I remember when I was in a sophomore in high school, I did a tour of the jail. <laughs> Random. <laughs> we did like a job shadowing day and I was job shadowing a lawyer. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I don't think there was enough to do that day that he was like, what should I do? And then I, <laughs> he's like, let's go to the jail. <laughs> literally, he's like, let's go through the jail. I can pinpoint this to the moment of my tenacity being like an <laughs> extra level. So they would not let me walk t- into the female. Because apparently they were fucking terrifying. This is what the jailers told me. The people who worked at the jail were like, we can't let you go into the female block. They're terrible. They will like try, they will try to hurt you. And I was like, but they're in cells. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know how sketch. I don't know. But I walked down the the male one, Mm -hmm. which I saw penises because Uh they're dudes. Yeah. And they ha- the the guard had to be like, she's underage. <laughs> Quickly, like, waistbands went up. <laughs> but this is the tenacity moment. I was standing there, and they had just eaten lunch, and there's, like, this big... Like, if you think of, like, the Orange is the New Black, the mm-hmm. final seasons where, like, they're in kind of that big cell mm-hmm. area, there's this dude standing there on the other side of the glass. And <laughs> he's in his, like, white jumpsuit. <laughs> and he's banging his tray into the trash can, but he is like staring into my eyes. <laughs> but it's not like it's not like he's just looking at me. He is like <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like into your soul? Yeah. Like laser eyes. <laughs> yes, he was like, I will fucking kill you. Like that's what his eyes were. <laughs> and I just took a deep breath and I looked back at him and I went, hmm. And I turned around and walked away. And my, the, the attorney I was shadowing was like, don't do that. Don't do that. And I was like, I just didn't want him to think I was afraid of you. He's like, that's what we don't want. We don't want him to think that you're not afraid of him. He goes, we don't know what he's in here for. He could be out tomorrow. And I was like, I didn't think of that. Because <laughs> I was 15. 
Ma- no, oh yeah, I was God. 15. Tenacity over oh here. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's great. But anyway, it's terrifying. And so yeah. I could not imagine being a 17-year-old boy and having yeah. adults around you. They interview it part, because Anthony's out in parts of this documentary. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, he gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony is interviewed and they ask him, like, what was your intent? And he was like, it was not to kill him. I didn't want to kill him. I just didn't want him to kill me, was mm-hmm. kind of like his party line. This is what he described his thought process as, was I was going to shoot Bert enough to, like, disable him. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to call 911, tell them I shot and killed my dad or whatever. And then the police were going to come. He was going to be injured, but not, like, dead. Mm-hmm. And then they would investigate why I did this, and then they would remove me from the home. Yeah. Now is the part in this documentary where we're going to start flashing back and forth. Mm-hmm. They take us back to 2006 in Houston. Bert is basically pressuring Teresa to get life insurance. Mm-hmm. Which to me, big fucking red flag. And to Teresa, big fucking red flag. She was like, yeah. uh-uh. She was like, you're going to murder me. Like, I just, <laughs> I just know it. Yeah. I know. And she actually started going around her house so leaving smart. notes saying like, if I end up dead, Bert did it. Yeah. But yeah, she would put them everywhere. She'd put them like in her oven. She'd put them in like everywhere in mm-hmm. her house. She'd put them in her clothing. Yeah. Just so that if, if she goes missing, she's saying like Bert did it. Yeah. One night she's there and she's like, do, 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 do. And there's a knock at the door and it's Bert's friend. And she's like, hello, what the fuck are you doing here? And he was like, you mm-hmm. have to leave right now. You have to get your shit and get out right now so wild she's like why and he's like bert hired me to kill you but i came here to tell you instead get on that person right and then Teresa was like oh no so she like gathers everything up and she gets anthony and she goes to she leaves bert comes home i don't think she actually leaves like the way no she didn't out. get out of there yeah. yet like she didn't get her stuff in time she was just fucking yeah Bert comes home, around. is yeah. pissed off at this dude who had because like the guy had just left when Bert got home, so he was like, "Fuck that dude!" Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then it's sometime later in 2006, and I, th- I think it's like kind of like it seems like it's like late in the year, like Christmassy, the way they're making it sound. Mm-hmm. Bert's parents come up from Baton Rouge, and they come. F- up and they're spending time and you know she's like i want to make bert happy so she gets up in the morning and she's going to make breakfast and she makes eggs and pork chops mm-hmm. which bert thinks is a weird breakfast which i don't actually think it's that weird of a breakfast it's like steak no. and eggs but it's pork chops i was like i was like literally when she was saying this well, he thought it was weird i was like literally out loud was like bitch make me pork chops and eggs <laughs> like I'm, i would like that somebody make me pork chops and eggs <laughs> but he got really mad he threw his glass of milk. He threw plates. He yeah. grabbed her by her hair and was yanking her around so much so that Ugh. huge chunks of it were coming out. Yeah. And he was doing this all in front of his parents who were like, Bert, stop it. Wild. Yeah. And he was just like, whatever. Bert was holding Anthony while this was all happening, like, or like towards the end. And she was like, I'm going to leave with his parents because his parents were leaving. And she tried to take Anthony and. He was like, you're not fucking taking my son, blah, blah, blah. And in this moment, she didn't take him because of the fact that she thought if he took him, 
Bert was going to come kill her and her family. She had every intention of coming back. So she Mm -hmm. leaves and she goes home to her mom. And Bert goes to Baton Rouge. Yep. We go back to the what's happening in, I want to say real time. I'm just going to say in like the current Current state Mm -hmm. of the documentary. Mm -hmm. The charges are then lessened again for Anthony. Anthony is basically, I believe it goes back down to manslaughter. I think so. Yeah. Or I'm not sure. I think like basically all I know, I don't because they said that he's still up for something that could get him life in prison, but mm-hmm. he has to go to therapy. Like he's released on bond, but he has to go to therapy. Yeah. He has to have a GPS tracker on him at all times, which is an ankle monitor. Mm-hmm. They didn't say that he couldn't like go places. They just said he had to be GPS tracked. Right. Susan and her son Peyton, if we remember from the first episode, actually go with the reporter and Jarrett to go get Anthony out of jail, which I was like, that's cool. Cause at the end of the last episode, I kind of thought she was on Bert's side, you know, cause she was mm-hmm. like, I loved Bert. Yeah. So he's released. And basically Anthony says, I'm not dangerous enough to be in jail, but I'm dangerous enough not to be able to roam free. Mm-hmm. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Now we flash back to 2007. Teresa is all healed up. So it's like the Christmas season has happened. I mean, she had like her fucking hair ripped out, like huge chunks of it. So she's finally healed up. And let's be real. Like you got to get yourself in the right state of mind to like go back and get your kid. And she goes back down to Houston and there's not a soul at their house. So she's like, where the fuck are they? She spends like thousands of dollars like that. She pretty much doesn't have making flyers she peppers mm-hmm. them around houston she puts them around her hometown she's looking for her son and she can't find him she files a suit for protective order against bert and and is basically like awarded custody of mm-hmm. anthony but bert doesn't show up to court because we find we do find out where bert and anthony are they are at his parents in baton rouge Mm -hmm. She actually drives to Baton Rouge, goes to get them, and they won't let her have Anthony. But she files a claim in Baton Rouge of protective order Mm -hmm. against him and gets custody of Anthony and takes him home. Anthony's back home with her. Everything seems great. Now we come back to present day and we're talking with Susan and Susan says that Right after Bert died, she started going through stuff, which is what you do. I'm going to be honest. You do. You go through paperwork and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And she found this file named Parent File. And basically, it has the flyer in there from when Anthony, the flyer that they had of Anthony kidnapping, being kidnapped. It had notes from when he stalked her slash had surveillance uh, done on her and just has like all this weird shit. And basically, Susan was like, the fuck? Right. And she figured out that the time between the time that he took Anthony and got with Susan was only eight months. Very, very short time. Mm -hmm. So back in 2007, it's about May, June at this time. And, you know, Patricia, Teresa's mom, sees a truck out because they have like woods behind their house. And she sees the truck out there and she says something. and. They just really don't know who it is. And 
I think it was Bert, but I don't think it was Bert at the same time because I think he also had a pri- he did hire a private eye. But basically, Bert was watching them and he was waiting to see Anthony. And then yep. after a while, Teresa started to feel a little bit more safe. And she was like, okay, I can't keep Anthony inside all the time. So she's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. let him go outside and play, which is a very common thing. People in, right. like, especially in rural areas, kids play in backyards all the time. Mm-hmm. So Anthony was outside playing and mm-hmm. Bert sees him and goes, okay, there he is. They get up, he gets the private eye. The private eye realizes that on June 13th, Teresa goes out of town. She's going to like San Antonio to pick some stuff up with a friend. And this is when Bert strikes. He calls the cops. Mm-hmm. And he basically had gotten a custody order in Baton Rouge, which we find out later. <laughs> and the Baton Rouge did not know anything about all the crimes committed in, in Houston. Because, you know, they weren't linked. And, of course, he wasn't going to be the one who was like, you know. And he spun this, this unstable mother. She's a druggie, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And not having the background of what happened in Houston, the court was like, okay. So he was given temporary custody of Anthony. He legally kidnapped his own kid. Mm -hmm. And basically what ends up happening is Teresa has spent all of her money in her previous fight for him. She doesn't have it. She's barely surviving. She's living with her mom because she can't you know, provide for herself. And she just kind of like, it's like she kind of gives up, but she kind of doesn't at the same time. Yeah. Because what people don't realize is like this kind of shit costs so much money. Oh my God. Yeah. Custody battles. Like there's a reason why a lot of parents, like a lot of people are like, I want to see my kids more, but like my ex won't let me. And they're like, why don't you take them back to court? Because it costs a shit ton of money. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck or even under paycheck to paycheck, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work for you. Yeah. So Bert has Anthony and the truth is, is that Bert didn't want Anthony. Bert just wanted to hurt Teresa. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why that he never enrolled him in a real school. He never let him go anywhere or do anything. The reason he tracked him all the time is because Mm -hmm. he was probably afraid that at any point in time, maybe Teresa got some money. Maybe Teresa got emboldened and drove there and found him. It's not like they changed their names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we get towards the end of the episode and we realize the big thing here and which has to be kind of answered is, is what happens self-defense? Because right. Anthony, he opens the door and fires on Bert, but Bert falls down and like kind of turns and then falls down in the bathroom and says, please stop. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot me. But he kept firing and the like the basically the kill shot comes after that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're like, this is going to be hard because we have to prove self-defense. Right. I don't know. Like, as of right now, not having watched the third episode of this and I could next week, my opinion could be very different from right now, guys. We know this. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. these documentaries week to week. I'm just like, oh, God. They trick you. <laughs> but. I think sometimes people snap. Like, I think the reason they let Anthony out is they realize Anthony is not a threat to society. He was a threat to Bert because Bert was hurting him. And I think when you take the fact that he was an isolated adolescent who Mm -hmm. doesn't have social coping skills, Mm -hmm. doesn't have coping skills to begin with, like he just shuts down. 
suddenly this idea of I need to just hurt him to get away. Of course, it's going too far. Yeah. How could it not? Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah, that's kind of like it just it a lot of the times when I'm like watching this, it makes me think back to the Gypsy Rose case. Yeah, it's big Gypsy Rose Rose vibes. Mm hmm. So with that and our final thoughts, we are going to wrap up this episode of a recap of I Just Killed My Dad. We hope you enjoyed or learned something. It is available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And we will be back on Monday with a regular episode. So, bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.